Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Don't be fooled into thinking that because you love somebody or because you're committed to somebody or you say you want to get, build your life together that you can't make mistakes. Mm. But I think there's a... Uh an issue with this perception around like what a relationship should look like and what expectations are. Shoes are nice, but mortgage payments are better. Yeah. You know you're recording or you're being performed or it's going to be shared. It's, it's very, very difficult to be 100% genuine. Are we going to pretend to enjoy life for the sake of a camera? There's no escape. You wanted to escape me? Hello, hello, hello. This is a bit of a weird one. I feel like I never get you to sit down. I feel like I have to introduce you. This yeah. is my husband, Michael. This Hi. is Mike Bright, um, otherwise known as Model Mike, qualified physiotherapist, super dad, Instagram husband, and, long you suffering. know, long suffering, really. Yeah, yeah, actually, I agree. Yeah. But, um, it's fabulous to have you on the podcast, which yeah. I think this is the first time you've been on. Mm. I don't know. I feel nervous about it. <laughs> well, we don't usually, we don't actually sit down and talk that much. Yeah. Like this. We don't. This is quite a good opportunity. I feel like I can never get you to actually just sit down because you're often running around. Mm. Like, and to actually sit down for like 20 minutes is quite mm. contentious because it's like. I've got to go in five. You've so. always got to go in can five. We fit, can we fit this in? Yeah. Yeah. And then, but I need at least 45 minutes to have a conversation okay. with a notepad and pen. And your <laughs> eye rolls as soon as you see me with a notepad and pen. Uh, but here I am today. I'm notepad. Just a, I'm just more of a doer than a No, that's talker. not. Yeah, but I don't think that's the, the most valuable way okay. to execute at life. Excited yes. to get into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. I feel I want us to discuss a, a number of different things. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of my focus is on, you know, money, finances, business, mm-hmm. all that kind of jazz. But also I've been like an online social media creator for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And actually, like the biggest thing that I did in the beginning was we shared a lot of content together. Mm. We vlogged, we filmed, oh, yeah. we broke up on the internet. Really? We bro- well, I broke up oh. with you on the internet. Yeah, I did. Not on the internet. Uh, well, kind of. I announced it. Right, fine. I, I made an announcement. This was, bro- this was pre-marriage, right? Oh yeah, this was okay, like, fine. definitely. This was, was like almost yeah. 12 years ago. That doesn't count. Um, but not at the time, I remember doing a video like, oh, so yeah. I broke up with my boyfriend, like on the internet. And then obviously we got back together. Was, was it a big deal? I think it was a big deal because people back then invested, were, were really invested in the fact that I had a boyfriend Okay. Um, and I was just showcasing all of that stuff. Mm. And I think for a long time, we've had this concept of relationship goals mm. um, online. And I thought it would be good to like discuss. Like, what do you mean what other people have said to, to us? What, what do you mean? Yeah, maybe. maybe. It's, I don't know. Actually. You want to say that about yourself, do you? No, definitely yeah. know that we're not relationship okay, goals. Fine. But it, it has been said. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I yeah. think there's this concept around. But people say that about any people who is in a relationship, and they look like they remotely like each other. It's like, yeah. yeah, and if it's online, yeah, like if it's online, but that, and that's just the highlight reel, though, because generally speaking, most people just put their best moments out. 
like we all know. Yeah. And so it looks like they're the most amazing, happy, compatible, wonderful people. But we all know that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I think though, because we were vlogging and we showed our mm. relationship so much mm-hmm. that, and I think now I see this even more like on TikTok, on Instagram, the couples who do the like mm. heavy lifting of each other. We never did any of that, like the yoga poses together okay, or like the, okay. the challenge of strength, like where okay. the, I would <laughs> never let you hold me up ever. <laughs> like, but we okay. don't, I've seen that online a lot mm. that actually there's more and more of this concept of relationship goals and it's something that we were... Like monetizing the relationship aspect to it. Let's talk about that. Well, the funny thing is, is though, right, if you think back, um, probably because we're like super ancient now, but when we first... I'm not Asian, you're Asian. I I don't know about you pushing 40. Meanwhile, I'm... (laughs) Come on. (laughs) No, I'm joking. joking. Let's just say 30s, right? (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah. um, In those times, because it was like quite rare or quite new, shall we say, I had no idea what was going on. So I remember the first time you you ever did anything like, no, I, I maybe featured here or there. Yeah. I was like super awkward. Like, what the hell's going on? What am I doing yeah. here? Like, this is way out of my comfort zone. Because it just, if you're not, people don't realize sometimes if you're not used to being like sat down on camera and yeah. talking to a camera, it's a, it's a bit weird. Like yeah. it takes a bit of getting used to it. It feels a bit strange. You feel very self-conscious, shall we say. Yeah. Actually, let's talk about this. Okay. Because I'm we're talking about this, but people may not know. So mm-hmm. I've been an online content creator. We made content together on Mm -hmm. a vlogging channel. And I basically wrote you in to Mm -hmm. come and make videos with me Mm -hmm. because it was pretty lucrative. It was fun, but it was also lucrative. I didn't mind though. I think in the beginning you did mind. And then eventually you got into it because you were like, all right, this is actually fun. There's money to be made. (laughs) (laughs) I think there there was an aspect of realizing that, yeah, there was money to be made. But truth be told, it was actually kind of fun because at the beginning I didn't get it and I thought it was kind of cringy and whatever. But then like quite quickly, it was kind of fun. And actually we used to do, predominantly in the beginning, we used to do vlogs, but it was like, let's say we went on holiday and stuff like this. It was actually like a really fun way of actually documenting and having like a really good memory of it. But then things change. And I think, I think we've never explained this before. And a lot of people ask me, why did I stop vlogging and showing my life? Mm. Because on the outside, we were basically planning our day Mm. around what we were going to create. And you could have the worst day. We could be arguing and we're like, the camera is on. We need to film. We've got to do this deal. Let's be happy. Like be happy. And I remember, I know I used to say this one line to you, which was, (laughs) Buck up. Buck up. <laughs> I used mad. to be like, do it. No, you used to say, oh, you do the video. Or like, let's say you're working with a brand or something. And I said, oh, no, you're pissing me off or something. I said, I'm not doing it. And you say, Michael, we're doing a deal. Buck up. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. No, but it was, the, yeah. thing is, the point you're trying to get at though, or the point I think we're getting at here is that what it seemed like is that when you do it and you do a vlog or, yeah. or you're, you're documenting your life, shall we say, sharing it with mm-hmm. an audience, whatever, it's very easy, especially in a relationship, it's very easy for the lines between what's like real life and not for like essentially performing. Because you yeah. can't... We were performing. When you it know was a you're performance. Being, when you, there's no way, it's like reality TV. Yeah. When you know you're recording or you're being performed or it's going to be shared, there's, it's very, very difficult to be 100% genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lines get blurred between what's real and what's not. And then you let's say we're doing something, we're having a conversation or we're planning to go and do something. We're like, are we doing this because we want to do it? Or are we doing yeah. it because for the viewers? Yeah. Are we doing it for like, because we think it's going to make good content? And yeah. then it's like, what do you have left outside of that? Yeah. And I think we got to a realization for mm. us personally, where we cold turkey, even I think it was at the peak of 
like revenue opportunities. Mm. We said, we're not going to do this because I think for us, we realized this was actually having a negative impact on Mm. our relationship. Mm. And I think once we had children, we were like, are we going to pretend to enjoy life for the sake of a camera? Mm. Or do we actually want to make sure we're enjoying and building an amazing life Mm. for our family? I think the, the concept you're getting at though is that when you put too much emphasis on your relationship being for an audience and documenting and performing essentially or posting your your relationship all the time, you're then like, you're also your priorities are like spread thin now. Mm-hmm. now it's like, am I more bothered about what they have to say or mm-hmm. what they think or what they want versus what you two want? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I want to explore this because Truth, right? I'm not going to lie. Okay. Let, I, I want to talk about what you're like, but okay. So online, when it comes to say like Valentine's day mm. and all these stuff, <laughs> oh my God, I hope this comes out by Valentine's day. There are so many grand gestures. And when you see yeah. people with their like, I don't want to, you know, this Go is on, so no, embarrassing. I know you're going with it. Go on. People have their like, their the house is filled with flowers. With a, with yeah. A and all that it. stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm like, oh my God, I don't get that. Right. But I've never been someone who's actually. That's not entirely true. I've got you a card. I've got you flowers before. But I get what you're saying. The point, I think what you're saying, okay, maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> no, no, but truth be told, actually, yeah. I'm not like a massive, um, big gesture kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I'm an act of service guy. Yeah. Um, no, but for instance, this is what I'm saying, that like a lot of people, they put their person under pressure. Mm. Well, actually, I don't Com- know. Like, to compete so or compare. It's actually yeah, more yeah. about the outward reflection of that Valentine's mm. um, behavior. Like that, mm. like you've done that now on Valentine's. I'm happy because everybody knows that I received flowers on Valentine's Day. But That's actually, dead. was I really happy nah. as like an individual? Was it genuine or not? Because it's, it's not, it's not genuine really, is it? Yeah. And I think that I've been under the pressure of thinking, man, I need a bit more gestures, you know, like, mm. so I can show people really? that I'm getting gestures. I didn't know that. I've, I felt that in my head and I realized that is a very toxic thought because mm. actually I'm getting so many gestures Ooh. all the time in yeah. life yeah. that no one's ever going to see. Like, mm. I don't have to wake up early in the morning because you wake up early and you mm. help out with the kids every single day for the mm. last like six years. Mm. Well, not every single day, but, but like, saying, yeah, like yeah. that's a gesture that means that like, I get regi- to have my lion yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's, I and I need that. That's what I get all the time. Yeah. Or the other things you do, like taking care of the car insurance and <laughs> filling up my tank with petrol. <laughs> I, I do not go to the petrol station. I haven't been to the petrol station in five, five years. Putting the flat packs together. Putting the flat packs together. All this stuff that I'm like, I don't, I, I don't even, I'm not aware of, but you're mm. doing it all the time. Mm. But I think there's a, a an issue with this perception around like what a relationship should look like and what expectations are mm. in, in relationship from like the outside world and comparison as well. Yeah. That's the other thing that you like, it's very difficult. It, even, even if you know, it's very difficult not to compare, especially if you're seeing or you're, everyone's sharing constantly all, all the amazing things they're doing. It's very hard for people not to, even if they know they're not supposed to do this and they know that, let's say their significant other, their partner, whatever, is awesome and amazing in, in all these other areas. If there's something where then someone else is doing something bigger or better, it's hard mm-hmm. not to compare. Or to, yeah. oh, I wish I, you know, like you, you just said there, uh, there's times that you wish that I'd been more like maybe generous or maybe more like extravagant with like grand gestures and stuff like that. That I was probably pretty oblivious to. And I do remember a time, a Valentine's, <laughs> where I know like this was before we had like any money or anything like that. Okay. You bought me a pair of Christian Louboutins, right? Oh, you yeah. bought it because you thought Patricia might like this. And I know for you, that was like, Damn. I don't even know how you found the online shop 
how you would have done that. Wow. And I remember, oh my God, this is, is what this a, bad? What a baller. No, I, I was like, no, Mike, I don't want these because you sent I, them back. I sent them back because oh, I was, we were quite frugal. Was, and actually I liked that about us. I was like, no, I, I think we could use these, mm. this 700 pounds. You said, thanks for the, thanks for the gesture, gesture. But I don't want you to, um, uh, uh, like, or something like you could, you could use the money better. Obviously at the time, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't have that much at the time. Yeah. And I remember thinking, yes. Yeah, and I knew you would be happy about it. I, I, was, I was really excited by the gesture. Yeah, but yeah. I looked at the shoes and I was like, shoes are nice, but yeah. mortgage payments are better. Yeah. Like, that's what I felt like. I was like, nah, I, don't, I really don't care. Yeah. But um, I think that's something that's united us in that. I think we are both quite frugal. Maybe yours is a bit more frugal than I would like. Mm. But I think we are definitely similar in that way. You call so, it stingy. Uh, in a way yeah. do you think it's important for people to like couples to have um similar values when it comes to like spending and money mm. do you think that you know both should be frugal or one could be a big spender and one could be frugal mm. or both could be big spenders so it's a good question i think i don't know they have to necessarily be the same like because i mean you're not but in some ways we're similar. We're, not. Some ways we're, not. we're similar. I think the in foundation ways, is similar. Not. But I don't think it necessarily different. has to be the same, but I think there has to be an agreement. So like one person might enjoy, you're going to have a, probably have an issue if one person likes just blowing all their money irresponsibly, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, that's going to be a problem. But I don't think you have to be the same. Like for example, you do like a few nice things a bit more than me, mm -hmm. right? That's okay. Yeah. You, you're, I would say, and this is going to sound bad, but I'll just caveat it, but I don't, it's not bad. But you're probably a bit more materialistic than I am, right? To but, but but that's because we always say materialistic is bad. Yeah. But what it is, is you enjoy certain nice things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not irresponsibly, not so you can't pay your rent or your kids are starving, hungry, and the, the roof's leaking, but you're hanging around with designer bags. Responsibly, but you do like a bit of stuff. Mm -hmm. Me less so, right? I think you like no stuff. I think Maybe if you no could stuff. live in a white box <laughs> with nothing in it, but yeah. like... Like a wooden shack. Wood. <laughs> yeah, like something to do with wood. Wash, you'd be happy. Washing like, a river. That is literally... I think you'd be happy with just... Simple life. Plants and a white box. That would, that's... It's called minimalism. Yeah, it is. But this you're doing too much. I'm All not right, going to so lie. Anyway, so, but, but, sorry, go, go ahead. Question. Yeah. No, I don't think you have to be the same, but I think yeah. it's been agreement. All right? And it has to be an understanding and like uh, a genuine agreement on how the money gets managed. So maybe this is a good caveat to talk about like how we maybe have figured out how to manage our money, yeah. right? Because it, in the beginning point in time, thinking about money, like let's say we didn't have that much, right? So it wasn't a big deal. I never felt like you were, I never felt like you, I know there's a big thing nowadays about gold diggers and girls wanting money and who's going to take me to- And who should pay? Novikov or <laughs> no booze or whatever it's called. <laughs> is that what it's called, no? Yes. <laughs> Clearly, uh, we have never been right. to another cross. Okay, whatever. These places. Like, I wouldn't even take you. Like, we wouldn't go there because I know you'd be like, "What the hell is this?" I don't know. Like, I don't know. Japanese, no? Japanese? Yeah, but oh, I know yeah. that you you much prefer a home cooked meal. Anyway, then anyway, go on. But the point go is, ahead. like, like, say, I never felt like you were like, like, obviously yeah. trying to squeeze money or anything like that. So it was no big deal. Whatever. At the time when you we were young, super young, definitely barely any money, barely mm -hmm. just about got a job, whatever. So but to be it was, honest, so it, was quite, so it was quite organic and quite natural the way it went. Like, mm. And I, and also because we were quite, I always felt pretty like, um, there was quite a lot of trust in our relationship. Yeah. Right. So there was pretty, pretty honest. I don't think there was like any dishonesty with stuff. No, we were hiding and stuff. So it was easy to be like open about it. 
because I'm just like, this is how much you've got, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, then we get to a point where we're like getting married, et cetera. So we, we, in our heads, we're thinking, right, we're like on the same path, two is one kind of going together collectively. So it, it made obvious sense to be like, we've got to come together with this. And then, go on, you want to say something? Well, I feel like I wanted to take it back to say like early dating, because I think that people will relate to this. Like, how do you deal with finances when it comes to early dating? Okay. And I think in the very beginning, maybe this is why maybe we knew we were always going to be together because I feel like there never felt like there was this, your money, my money, mm. um, like who would pay, who wouldn't pay. Like you bought my groceries, but I cooked food. Mm. So like, I feel like you got the value of spending, you mm. know, or, like I'd never went to mm. Asda, you went to Asda, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then you were never hungry because yeah. I was your personal chef. chef. So that was like, it almost felt like yeah. that very, very early on. And I never felt like yeah. I needed to ask you to give me money because you probably would have given it to me if I was in need of it. Of Even though you were a student, but you didn't have a lot, yeah. like, at, you know, you weren't flashy or anything. You couldn't be flashy. There was no way to be flashy, yeah. but you also worked really hard as well. But I feel like now there's like quite a lot of pressure, I think, for young men People. to have to like true, really true. be complex oh alpha big dog um flashing balling yeah it's stupid it's really stupid because it's like it's not like in very 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 rare circumstances is it like a wise use of money because what, it might flash be, it being flashy yeah at that age because you're not you're not what they say back to your bank balance kind of thing it's like you're not like do, like expensive kind of lavish things to try it's basically what's that saying where they say buying stuff you don't need to impress people you don't even like yeah right so it's that kind of concept but do you feel like there is there is a big pressure i think no because i think we we're now we're now it's a really really shitty um uh foundation for for relationships going forward especially in those early days like we were laughing about the other day we were saying like kids nowadays are like Dripping, squeezing each other to go to like expensive restaurant and stuff when you're, you barely like know, even each, know other. each other. I wouldn't even, w- wouldn't expect someone to expect Man. to invest loads into yeah. me when I don't even know if I like them. I'd rather you not spend money yeah, yeah, yeah. until we work out if there's anything here. Yeah. And then if we work out there's something here, right, sure, let's now work out how how we want to navigate Pressure. spending. Then you're going out on a date, you don't even know the girl, and you're like, damn, this is like, I'm 200 deep into this. And like, where the hell's this going? Like, it's, <sighs> this is a dumb idea. I mean, oh. like my advice on that is keep it simple, keep it cheap at the beginning. What you're trying you to figure so? out, you're trying to figure out, right? You don't want that extra external pressure about is she trying to take money, is he rich, blah blah. You're trying to just figure out, like, is this person like quality for me? Is this person like are they good, are we a good match? Like, and I they, think that's vice like, versa. So that's what you want. What so, would you so, consider to be a good first date and a good first date spend? Oh. Oh, this is going to be probably a bit, I'm going to come across stingy here. Something like, we went we went like bowling or playing pool or something, didn't we? So mm-hmm. something like that. Something where you're interacting. Can you take a 32-year-old woman, woman bowling? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do an activity of some sort. Yeah. Right, okay. Because you, it's, it's fun because it takes the awkwardness out of like, you're just getting to know each other and it's like, bam, stare in each other's eyes. Intense. <laughs> Over sushi. Over sushi. You're there trying not to like slop too loudly, trying to use the chopsticks clumsily and not dribble down your top or whatever. Like, go do something fun. Right, okay. Like, where you can chat, you can have a bit of banter, you can relax, you can like, 
you know. Yeah, I don't know how many girls would like like that now, but I I, I agree. Well, I think that that's the way to determine if you actually want to spend additional time mm. with someone or not. Like, do I like this person could take me out for dinner, and I'm cringing, my toes are curling, and I mm. hate this environment. At least if I can get out fast, like mm. I'm happy with that. Dinner's all right. It just dinner's fine because it's like obviously interacting. It's just like don't kill yourself if you're not at that level. You don't need to go to like super super high end places if you're not at that level. Fabulous. And if you're trying to, if you feel like you have to, because you need to show that you're like, you've got it like that, then it's a bad foundation. Because if she only wants to be with you, because right now you've got look cash, then it's a bad, it's a, it's a bad foundation. So let it go. If you can't see past that, I'm not saying like, you're just going to be dirt broke forever. And that's yeah. your life of struggle forever. Like here, welcome to a life of misery and frugality. But right now at the beginning point in time, Shouldn't be a, yeah. shouldn't be a big deal. I would agree. But the only reason why I can agree now is in hindsight, because I don't think a lot of girls maybe can see that now. So I understand the principle of grow together because we've mm. grown together. So like the tables have turned from you earning loads to mm. me earning loads to us then lo- earning loads together. Mm. But I think that sometimes like as people are pushing on, they're not, they don't understand this concept of like, how do you navigate finances together mm. and there's this like right now I feel like there's this animosity between like the, how men should be how women should be and who should uh, earn and who uh, shouldn't uh, whereas I'm like the more you do together the more like the more you're uh, able to build so maybe we could like share a little bit about how we kind of manage our finances as a couple mm. um as individuals and then I think because we run businesses together and oh, you work, invest yeah. in houses and all that kind of stuff like how how do we do that and so I think one of the best things we did and this would be like advice to anybody who's um who who's like in us looking at getting in like a proper relationship with someone where you're like getting serious and sharing bills is actually to and it sounds really formal and really like stiff and boring but it's necessary i think and i think it works a lot and it solves a lot of issues further down the line mm-hmm. it's even kind of all right it's kind of like it's just a mature thing to do you um you get let's say what we did is we sat down and um we essentially made like a, a family budget right and i mean you, i did it well, we did it we did it, we did it together but right, it's my one. template it's yeah, my template okay. You're the one <laughs> like drooling, frothing at the mouth of your <laughs> little wet cell, auto-populating, weirdo what? nerd. But anyway, <laughs> we sat down, right? And we made a list of all like, basically all the expenses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, um, what did we, we like mortgage, council tax, electricity bills, insurance, ev- you know, everything that you could, you know, groceries, everything you could, you could have as like a normal monthly expenses. Right. So we did all of that. Um, then we, obviously this is how we would do it because we're living together, married, et cetera. Then we said, okay, we've got the total. We said, okay, what's the total, right? This is what you're paying for. This is what I'm paying for. So we split it like that. We both know where we stand and that's how we go forward. So there's no like yeah. confusion about, oh, who's paying for what this month? Who's paying for what that month? We both know who's paying for what. We're yeah. both happy with that. Yeah. We're both like, we've both split it in a way that's fair and equal so that we both know like everything's covered. Yeah. And so then you don't have that that animosity about, oh, I'm paying all this, or I'm paying all that. But a lot of people don't like the idea of like splitting equally. 
Like this is a really big thing. And I and yeah, like, but you don't have to, it have to be okay. So yeah, so, but that doesn't have to be equal though. Like yeah. we did it like that. It was when, and even in the beginning, it wasn't equal because I think you earned more than me, or there are times where I didn't work and then you took on maybe, costs but, like, and stuff but like even that. Then, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't have to, I'm not saying it has to be like bang on 50 50. You, oh, yeah. you might have one partner that's more focused on work or career, or whatever, who makes a load more. The other one might be at home, whatever, kids, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So you might, you might like change the ratios or whatever. Yeah. You just come, come to an agreement and just say what's, what seemed equitable and fair, right? Yeah. Based, based on income, based on salary, etc. So what if your wife, if you, not me or, yeah, me, was yeah, yeah. like, you know what? It's equitable and fair. I ain't paying for anything no more. Like how would you take it and how would so other people take if it? That was, if that was unreasonable, mm-hmm. right? if it was reasonable. Yeah, so there was say, a reason. Let's say hypothetically you would stay at home, housewife, just wanted to stay at home whatever, do the dishes, clean, make food, look after the kids and you weren't earning income, right? That might be completely fair. That might be cool. Yeah. I might say, yeah, fine, because you're handling your area. That's the setup we've got. And some people do that. Some relationships yeah. do that. And it works for them, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not and you're both, if you're, if, you're, if you're not, just say, let's just say you're, you know, quote unquote, independent woman with your own career, doing all your own thing, making money. But then you're like, oh, um, I'm just not paying for anything. Then that's probably not reasonable. Or that's not reasonable. So then yeah. you've got you've got bigger issues because at the end of the day, if you're with someone who doesn't want to be reasonable, then it's not going to work. We've worked together mm-hmm. over the years, mm-hmm. and I think we've worked well together. And I mm-hmm. do think that there's an aspect of partners being able to work with each other. But I've also noticed that you know there are times where we've not been able to work <laughs> together well, and I've seen um, really, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there was issues in yeah. relation to mm-hmm. one taking direction from me mm. and um because i'm not the but, most good at directing but, and it's also that's one thing you're right and it's also the, the kind of boundary side to things mm-hmm. like where do you if you're working together mm-hmm. but let's talk about the good things first what's been good about working together oh the good thing about working with a partner is definitely there's a huge aspect of trust right. so um for for me i found that like I just can hand things over and I know that it's going to a good place and I know it's going to multiply and I know it's going to be fine and whatever. And I'm in your corner. I've got your best interest. You're in my corner over any management, over anybody Mm. else. I know Mm. that, um, you know, if if I work with a partner, for sure they can. um, I I ultimately want what's best for you. Because it's what's best for us and offspring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the bad thing, (laughs) the bad thing is definitely like, I think it's that power dynamic that I find that um, it's very difficult for men to, to be able to listen yeah, yeah, to yeah. a woman. Um, it's not that it's difficult to listen to a woman. I don't think, I wouldn't put it like that. I would put it more like just the fact that when you're working together with your like, partner, mm-hmm. there's convenience aspects to it like we talked about and there's like benefits, yeah. But then the tricky bit comes in is like, Everybody, no matter who it is, you've got your colleagues, your friends, people like this, it's, it's fine. You might get along great at work, but you don't want to spend all your time with them working. Then you come home and be with them. Then you wake up in the morning and with them. It's like there's no escape. You wanted to escape me? <laughs> oh, so, no, it's, yeah, I don't yeah, It's like yeah. there's, no, there's no break from that. And, mm-hmm. and then also, so that's one point. So that like no matter who it is, no one wants to be around someone all the time. Like the small things can then start to get irritating. And I know for a fact 
there's more things about me when I'm eating. <laughs> and, and But there's loads of things though. Like yeah, little yeah, things yeah. can start getting annoying when you're around someone all the time and vice versa. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you hate them. It just means that like, that's just how it is. And there's so, the other point is that I was going to say is that the other thing is that your issues are like, there's, there's professional boundaries and there's personal boundaries that mm -hmm. you have, right? So the way you talk to your friends and your mates and stuff like that is different to where you talk to your colleagues. But when your mates and your friends are your colleagues, then sometimes that those lines get a bit blurred mm -hmm. and that can then be, be a bit of an issue. Yeah. And then the issue about like not having like your own like sort of space. So do you think boyfriends and girlfriends, husbands and wives should work with each other? I think they can with caution. Right. But I think the reality is that like, and I think this is the discussion about when women end up being in like position of power mm. or, you know, they run their own companies. They have mm. to be their own bosses. Like mm. their energy has to change mm. because they can't be the same, like super agreeable, lovely, la la la, like princess get, get in that over. environment. Cause you will get effed up. And for me, I, over my entire career, mm. I've seen what happened when I was just like being cute. Are you like, people treat your kindness for weakness. Yeah. Basically. I had to switch. I'd be like, mm. no, this is not how it's going to roll. Mm. Like, how I had to go into offices, how I had to work with members of staff, how I worked for people who would invoice me. And then you realize, hold on, mm. this is real. It's not monopoly money. This is real money. Mm. So I had to learn to completely change the way I interacted with people. Okay. And actually the one thing I always liked having, like say you around and even male managers is that like, I always liked the idea of like a, a, a some muscle behind me. Like sometimes when you're a woman, you need this, you need muscle because mm. people don't really rate you until the muscle walks into the room. And so having you, I often wanted you to be like, oh, come to this thing. Mm. Because it's almost like you were like almost an additional representative for me. Like this is not just one girl on by herself. There's actually okay. Mike. There's actually John. There's actually these people around me. And I think that's something I'm trying to, again, work, work through still. I, oh, no. Because you... You give off confidence a lot though. So it doesn't seem like that way. Yeah, I give off confidence, but also I thought I, I felt like I got a lot of confidence by your side. Okay. And it actually became it made me become a little bit reliant. Mm. So like I'm not I wasn't that good. And you I think you knew this because mm. I'm not that good, or, or I didn't feel like I was as Too, good uh, when you weren't around. Mm. And we had this discussion about us being symbiotic mm. and always like being much, connected. Yeah. And I can't can't do stuff if you're not there to like hold my hand or like kick mm. me up the butt. But I think that this happens a lot, like sometimes to women who maybe naturally want to be in, me and my therapist are talking about this, but like more like a child position and may want to be parented or like mm. looked after a little bit more, mm. which is quite nice. It's quite relaxing to just be like, you take the lead. I don't want to do this. Mm. But again, that has to change. There's probably something in that like in terms of like wanting to be looked after. Which is probably something, I don't know, like, there's nothing wrong with that. When I listen to you talking and I listen to us, I think we're coming from a place of extreme, like, maturity. And I feel like a lot of people may not relate to this because, number one, I think we have extreme trust in each other. Like, we, again, you have all the it's bank time. account stuff because yeah. I'm just, I don't look at that. I don't, hmm. I don't, like, monitor that. That's your thing. Hmm. Again, we've been together for 15 years. And, like, this trust, I think, means that we're able to do so much because hmm. there is none of that kind of bickering in, in the aspect of, well, you haven't and this hmm. isn't and, well, did you? Hmm. Do you think that there's an aspect of, I don't know what I want to ask here. 
I think I think just just to come off that, I well think that the um maybe the fund the reason why that I know you're saying like people might not relate to it or it might seem a bit weird. But I think because this is extreme trust, and yeah, it's yeah, extreme. And like, like, again, we've been together for fifteen I years. Think it just, as young people, but here's the thing: it comes from these. These are the like you've been being really serious about this. Mm-hmm. The having the fundamentals right, which is like trust and openness, honesty and trust and openness. If you have that, and then you communicate off the back of that, you can't really go wrong because you can't. You know, there's no like, oh, I don't, oh, I don't know what he's doing. Oh, he's you know, going out, blowing the money here or whatever, or doing something dodgy. There's none of that. Mm-hmm. Right, there's pure transparency. So if ever you weren't sure about anything, anyone can see you. You got access to my phone. I've got access to your phone. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, you know that's considered weird. Like, I, like to have access to it? each other's. As in, Michael, you read all my DMs. You, I'm like read I my DMs. Read all your DMs. Well, but, okay, I would but, say read my DMs for me, or like check it, my phone for yeah, me, it, and vice it, versa if required. It it might seem weird. Like I think it might be weird, and like depending on the stage you're at. But I, don't, I personally think if you're in a serious relationship but you're either wanting to get married or you are married, I don't think, I think both parties should give each other complete access to everything. <sighs> that's what I think. I don't know if people believe in complete access, you know. Because yeah, some people would argue that that means that there's a lack of trust if you want complete access. Give it them and don't think about it. Yeah. Because everybody, no matter who you are, is susceptible to mistakes. Right. With the best intentions, Everybody is susceptible to doing things wrong, to do, having mistakes, to falling foul of temptation. This is right. me going on my sort of deep philosophical rant, but I'm going to go with it. Everybody, everybody can do that. Don't be fooled into thinking that because you love somebody or because you're committed to somebody or you say you want to get, build your life together, that you can't make mistakes. Yeah. Right? So remove as, as, as much boundary, as much like, um, what's the word, obstacles yeah. to that as you can. So by giving someone full, yeah. But do it because it's the thing. Put it there. Put it out there. You you might look at it. You might look at it once a week. You might look at it once a month. You might not never look at it. But knowing that you have free access to it will, like, in my opinion, it's just a smart move, right? And and the other thing about it is, is this: doing that it shows, right, to an extent. I know there's always like ways around things where people can be crafty, but it shows to a large extent that you do have complete openness and transparency. If you don't, and it's guarded, that's like... That makes it even worse. I'm not going to yeah. lie. If you had a password on your phone, like, and, what the hell is... See it, what or, are you I, hiding? I, I, I'm on my phone and you say, and then you come around and I'm like that, like hi, hiding it away. Or no, like... Away. Yeah, dodge. We're going to fight. <laughs> well, what are you going to think? I might say, oh yeah, it's just me and the boys bantering, whatever. Let me see that banter. Yeah. I want to see that and banter. Does, it mean yeah. that, does that mean that people say, oh, that's toxic. That means you don't trust each other, right? But... It's just, it's just like, no matter how good your relationship is, how, how many times you think about it, how many relationships, things you see that think are amazing, and then it, lo and behold, someone had some skeleton in the closet, someone was up to some dodginess, yeah. something like that. It happens. It can happen 100%. And you'd be stupid to think that you're so amazing and so like powerful and virtuous and amazing that you couldn't ever make a mistake. Hold on. So you're a high morale guy, basically. So are you advising all men out there, give your girls access to your phone? Password if, and full access. If, is this yes. what you're saying today? If, <laughs> yes, hear me out. Is everyone if, hearing this? There's a caveat, but if yeah. you're serious yeah, yeah. and you want trust in your relationship, yeah. you have to be you have to be willing to do that. This is why I married you. I'm not gonna lie. So I, I'm all it, for that. I love I, this. I don't, it, yeah. it, it has to be. Yeah. If you're just seeing someone and you don't really know and you're just trying to test the waters, fine. And I'm not saying jump in that at that level because you don't have that level of like you, you, you don't not, know them. You're not established enough. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But if you're serious, if you're genuinely going, like want to go, go full head with this and you want to trust this person, build your lives together, be a team, et cetera, et cetera. Everything's on the table. Lay it all out. I like that. Yeah. I, I, 100%. I 100% and it, agree. It might seem painful, but it's only painful if you're up to some shit that you shouldn't yeah. be. If you're not, then why, why, what's the problem? So I think this is, okay, the question I'm going to ask you, this is a level of maturity that you've got to, yeah. but I do think there's an aspect Maybe of you. Maybe I wasn't at like that or, beginning. Oh? I don't think. What I, do you mean by that? Like at the beginning, think about like before we got married, I didn't, you didn't have access to my, my stuff and things like that. Yeah. But then I never felt like I needed or wanted access. Maybe whatever. To but I'm just saying, it. like when you get to that point, right, that's okay. my stand, and I and I hundred percent think that, that that stands across the board. So really, this is to anyone who's really so thinking about being married. But yeah, or just being uh, being married, or being in like a long term committed relationship with somebody yeah. where you want to build and grow together and trust each other. Yeah, take away any of those things. Listen, I think the girls are going to love this. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what the it's guys not, are going to think. It's not like it's not fashionable or cool. And it's not yeah. Being, it's not like I'm, I'm not trying to simp to anything or like to be like, oh, yeah, you know, bow down to your woman and lay it all before her and give her everything you've got. Give her your cash, give her all your cash. Yeah. <laughs> Worship the ground. It's nothing like that. But it's just about trust. I also you think and you also, you can't you can't have trust. You can't receive trust and expect to get trust if you're not willing to like give it. Yeah. I also think it's a it's a level of integrity as well, though. I think that men with like quite a long, like a strong yeah. amount of integrity about themselves, about what they want for their lives, mm. about their focus and how they want to use their time, they're going to be more likely to do this. And I think, again, there are people who I, I would call, yeah, that's marriage material or that's like long-term relationship material mm. because I think fundamentally it's easier them to, for, to be like that. So I think this is really easy for you because I think you're quite a principled person. Yeah, but everyone should want to be that. But mo not everybody wants to be principled. Some people want to be like, I want to get away with murder. They might yeah. in the short term, but it's a dumb strategy because what it does is it doesn't set you up for anything good. It's like taking responsibility. It's a pain in the ass, right? When we have an argument, it's an absolute pain in the ass. I have to sit down. We have to talk for sometimes ages. You hate, to you oh. hate talking. You hate, you hate, you hate. If it's more than five minutes, you're rolling oh, your eyes. I have to listen yeah. for ages. Wow. And like all the, but here's the thing though. It's a dumb strategy to, if I wanted to, I could just say, I'm not talking, go away. Yeah, right? no, but you have to talk. You have I to. I could just say, have I'm have not listening conversation. to you. Respect me. I'm big dog, alpha male, blah, blah, blah. I've called the shots around here. You don't, I could do that. But it's a stupid strategy because what's it, what's it going to lead to? It's not going to, it's not going to lead to, you're not going to get anywhere. Conflict you're, resolution. It's not going to lead to success. So same thing with the password thing. Like it's not about trying to be like a, a pushover. It's about saying you want, what do you fundamentally want? Honesty, trust, respect, transparency. You want that from them. You're not going to really get it long-term. You might, might, you might pretend in the short term, but you're not going to get it if you don't give it. Yeah. So it has to be both sides. I find it very difficult for somebody to want to do something that isn't like, going to pay them basically right yeah. so like i struggle with the concept of like recreation recreate recreation is not a term that i think recreation is a luxury for the privilege why, why are you recreating there's work to be done mm. which is a very very it's a toxic mindset but you go I'm, to the extreme yeah because i'm like fine if you're going to do the martial arts and if you're going to do boxing i'm not going to become a pro anthony joshua but then i would say that no. are you working to be a pro <laughs> that's what i'll say and i'm like why are you not why are you not doing that then uh, but that makes me ask you, so what's for the future? What what do you want to do career-wise? Mm. And like, so none of your recreations are about career. Mm. 
So how do you focus on like things in relation to career? I'll come on to that in a second, but you do recognize that like you need to, it's good to have balance. I agree. And like saying you have nothing outside of work is in the only thing you want to put any attention or work on or any, any energy on his work is probably a bit extreme. Like, and, and I would also say, you might think, oh, I don't like anything that's not worth that. But I might say, if you like, you want to unwind, right? To unwind, you maybe you enjoy watching a Netflix series or something like that. Fine. That's cool. I don't enjoy doing that that much. Yeah. I like going up, running or going to the gym or something like that. Maybe more active. So it's just a different form. I think that your recreation can be a career. And I, and I don't believe in work-life balance. I think that if you really like your work, mm. that it, it gives you joy. It is your recreation. It's something that's super valuable. You don't have to have do one yeah. or the other. Well, it's very, then when something becomes your work, mm-hmm. then often a lot of the f- good, fun things you enjoy about it gets lost. Yeah, I think. Because there's like an added pressure true. and then all the rest of it. So, Would you say know. that the dream spot is that people can enjoy work, but also have other passions outside of that yeah, exactly. that don't encroach? 100%. I'm still working on getting there. Yeah. But I really enjoy to. work. But you need to have something a bit more outside, I think. And you do a little bit, but I think maybe you need to invest a bit more of your time into that. Because I think when you do, let's say you go to the gym, you, you don't go as much as you'd like to go. Yeah. But when you, you never regret it, you always go and you say, oh, I'm so glad. I, mean, I feel amazing. I'm going, I'm going every day this week. I'm going to go tomorrow morning. Oh, I love it. Blah, blah, blah. Endorphins, et cetera, et cetera. And you love it. So that's, a, that's, a, that's proof, if not, nothing else. Yeah. I want to ask you a couple of questions about money mm-hmm. and your values. Okay. So do you have a money motto? Don't spend money on things you don't need to impress people you don't like. Love that one. And number two is live within your means. Obvious, but uh, live within your means. Best investment? Probably the kids. Um, <laughs> my wonderful, beautiful wife. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought you'd say that. I don't know if I'd look at you as an investment. Uh, no, I am an investment. I'm worth every penny. Okay. Well, Michael, it was great to have you on and have this like mm. candid chat. Mm. Um, I think this is the longest we've spoken, yes. As in, in the last two years, I don't think we've had yeah. an hour-long conversation. We about do have anything. children now. Yeah, we're busy. But um, it's a pleasure for you to give me some of your time. Pills of wisdom. Good. Oh, it's good chatting to you. All right, Michael. We should do this again you? sometime. Um, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> 